It's the Heated Agreements Podcast with your host, Matt Thompson. It's the podcast where just agreeing with the host isn't enough. You have to agree for the right reasons. And now, here's your host, Matt Thompson. Ice cubes that aren't the right shape. Radio stations that stop the music to tell you that they never stop the music. Man buns. What do all of these things have in common? They are little tiny things that most people don't notice that absolutely piss me off. And we're going to go over much more of those as my good friend Andy Lang and I from the Golf Betting Guys podcast run down our list of tiny things that really, really irritate us way more than they should. This is Heated Agreements. I am Matt Thompson. Thank you so much for joining. Let's get started. Joining me on Heated Agreements is a very dear friend of mine. He's also the co-host of The Golf Betting Guys, which can be found on Apple iTunes, as well as a, a bunch of other locations. Andy Lang joins me. Andy, great, uh, so great to have you on. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, a compliment or an insult that I was the person that you thought of to do a podcast where we complain about people. Well, you and I have known each other for so long, and, and one of the arguments always lobbied against me is that I get really upset about the smallest things, and the only person that's even somewhat close to me on that scale is you, so I thought it was just a natural fit. Yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting. I think, you know, you told me we're going to, uh, you know, make a list of five, the five most, the quote is, small things that irritate you way more than they should. Yes. And, and so how did you come up with yours? Like, what was your mind frame of this is how I'm going to pick which five? Well, there was one that happened to me and I was on the road um, right before I texted you. And I thought I always get way too upset about this, way more so than anybody else. I mean, I'll bring it up to somebody and they're like, why do you get so upset about that? I'm like, that's a show. And yeah. that's sort of the mantra of my life is little things that really irritate me that shouldn't. Well, I'll tell you how I, I came up with mine. Uh, I, by nature, I'm a very emotional person, so I tend to have uh, uh, highs and lows. And as I've matured over the years, I've, I've learned uh, how to control it a little bit. Yet there are still times when <laughs> I go off the handles. You've, you've witnessed a few of them. Yes. That's why <laughs> you, I thought you were there. a natural fit for this show. As I've seen it in action. I've seen was, you lose it over something completely minuscule that nobody else even <laughs> noticed. The, there was the Pizza Hut uh, delivery <laughs> issue. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite situations to be a part of. I wouldn't have believed it had I not been there. <laughs> so, yes, I te- I can fly off the handles. So, I, I probably did more more thinking about this than was really necessary, but I want to get it right because this is my first time on your podcast. So. Mm-hmm. You texted me, and, I, and I'm quoting, small things that irritate you way more than they should. Yes. So I have a lot of things that, that irritate me, mm-hmm. but I had, to, I had to narrow it down. So, I'm gonna t- so, for example, people who don't use their turn signals, okay? Yes. That's not a small thing. That's dangerous. That, Potentially that cause, dangerous. Yeah. So I eliminated this from my list okay. because – it doesn't fit into small things that and, irritate you. And that's probably something it, that a lot of people are irritated by. Exactly. Uh, stubbing my toe. 
I get super pissed off, but I feel like I sh- I should be mad. I should be mad. Are you mad at your toe? Are you mad at yourself? Are you mad at the object the chair, you stubbed? Me, but but I feel like my irritation level is what it should be. It's not quote way more than it should. Right. So out of the running, completely out of the running. Uh, and then and then uh, you know I eliminated things that most people would say bother them. I think you touched on that, like parking tickets. Nobody's happy to have a parking ticket. It's annoying. Uh, insurance companies mm-hmm. trying to call Comcast, like those, absolutely <laughs> those outrageous. Yes, but yet yeah, not yes. not perfect for this podcast. Yeah. So, uh, and then the last thing, uh, I, I'm a I'm a foodie guy, mm-hmm. and as you know, I worked in the restaurant injury industry for over ten years. Um, I'm limiting myself to only one food related item on this list because I worked with food and beverage for so long. I do have a ton of them. Um, for example, I'll give you a uh, chewing gum drive. It drives me up the wall. I hate chewing gum. You can take the hottest girl on the planet. I, I, like Britney Spears, 2002. Mm-hmm. If she's chewing gum, I find her repulsive. Does it matter just, whether it's like blowing bubbles or if it's just like chewing no, gum at just, all? It, gum. It's just the, the gnawing, and, <laughs> you know, yakking and chewing. It's, it's, it's disgusting. So it's but, not, it's not even like somebody who obnoxiously chews gum. It's just ju- gum at all. No, it's gum. Okay. Hey, you said small things. That's the truth. That yeah. irritate you more. Gum is one of them. But I have one more food thing mm-hmm. on the list. So chewing gum is out. So okay. I did myself uh, one food. Okay, you're cutting out there a little bit. I said I do have my five. Okay. All right. Good. You've got your five. I've got, I've got my five plus a bonus two that just that irritated me today, and I, I couldn't let them go. So if we can get to those, we can, we we can. If not, I've got my solid five that really irritate me. Okay, uh, who's going first? Um, well, I'll start because you touched on you know you touched on the fact that you were in the food industry, and this is a yep. food industry thing that has drove me crazy, driven me crazy forever, and it's the fresh ground pepper guy. Why is this the one really? why is this the one really? thing that they can't do in the kitchen? If it's that high a demand for pepper, it's not like there's a shortage of it. Put it on the freaking table. Why do you need a guy to come out at fresh ground pepper? Fresh ground pepper. If it's something that they think a lot of people would want, add it to the damn uh, meal before it comes out. Why do you need a specialized guy? This is going to surprise you. I love fresh ground pepper guy i I love i love it no there's no reason for it there was absolutely no how come you how come they they trust they trust the customer with the salt and sugar substitute and utensil you trust the guy with a steak knife but not with a shaker of fresh ground pepper um i actually i can answer that question i i know why okay Mm -hmm. so uh, pepper is fresher when you grind it there instantly right and i worked at a restaurant with actual pepper grinders on the table and they kept getting stolen so much <laughs> that they had to get rid of them. That's why there are no pepper grinders on the actual table. And that's why the waiter has to come out and offer you fresh ground pepper. So it's like the pepper police. It's like we don't trust you to not <laughs> steal our fine dollar fifty pepper grinder. <laughs> You can thank all the people that have stolen pepper grinders in the past as to why there's no pepper grinders on the table. And I'll admit, I probably have been one of those people. But that's besides the point. The fact is that they could bring the they could bring the fresh ground pepper out and put it on the table and then take it away when they pick up the bill. 
Like you can't, I, you cannot leave until you check in and check out your fresh ground pepper. I still have the salt and pepper from the very first restaurant I worked at that I stole. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 <laughs> true story. Nice little silver ones. Oh. Oh, God, nice. <laughs> oh, the, they really make your kitchen. Really, they nice. really set it aside from every other one I've ever been in. That's just that's really interesting. So yeah. your first one, I'm like, not only do I not agree with, I'm the, on the complete opposite side. I love, I love the pepper guy. All right, well, um, we can we right, can disagree I'll on that. You so my, what's your first? Um, I don't know why it drew too much because it's just an easy fix, and most of the time it's funny. But when something gets auto-corrected in a text, and I send it anyways without noticing, it pisses me off to no end. I and, and I don't have an explanation why it bothers me so much. I think as a kid, I was very good at spelling. I, like, I did spelling bees. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think when I misspell something, it bothers me that the other person is like, oh, this guy's an idiot. And it's like, no, 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 that was auto-corrected. My phone thinks it knows what I meant to say better than me. You're, you know, I, I somewhat agree with that. Now, I'm a horrible speller, so it's probably saved my ass more than I realized. But yeah. um, when has autocorrect ever corrected something and made the sentence better? Well, and I'm going to give you two quick examples. So a good friend of mine, uh, his nickname is Cowboy. Everyone calls him Cowboy. <laughs> so he, he, he sadly had a heart attack and ended up in the hospital. And he he survived, and he was uh, texting me from the hospital, and I tried to send him the text message, we are thinking and praying for you, Mm -hmm. and my phone changed it to, we are thinking and partying for you. (laughs) Well, I'm guessing a guy guy like Cowboy would probably appreciate that. Like, he probably actually would have preferred the partying than the praying. And I didn't notice, and he, you know, he texted back. He's like, "Oh, thanks, <laughs> no problem, cowboy." Where was my invite, we dude? We got you. We got you. I'll take a jack and coke. Is yeah? Is there an emoji of a guy with doing a cake stand that you could have? Yeah. <laughs> no. And then the other one, YouTube has gotten into the act. Uh, I, I posted a TV show. Um, one of the sponsors of our TV show is a bar named Thirty Six Saloon, mm-hmm. and YouTube auto corrected it to Thirty Sex. Is a paying sponsor. <laughs> paying sponsor instead of 36 saloon. 36 saloon comes up uh, to, to all of our followers. So, yeah, that, that one that one um, is I'm, – I'm irrationally upset about that. So how do you correct it? When, so, when you send something that's wrong, what is your technique for letting the person know that it was misspelled? Do you angrily write back, no, fucking autocorrect? Or do you, do you no, uh, humorously just, no, or just let it go? No. No, not even that good. I just huff and puff about it and don't correct it. I, I, I accept defeat. Yeah. The person they send it to thinks I'm an idiot. I'm done. On to the next thing. <laughs> now, do you think – would you agree with me that the things on, on, on your list are ones that really irritate you but they're, like, internal? Like, you never really do anything about them that you hate them? Like, I would never confront the waiter. Like, get that fresh ground pepper out of here. Let me see a I manager. Have, wh- I have one on my list that is not internal at all. It's come out in a fish. But <laughs> but yes, most of these are internal. And and I think the internal thing is when you don't have that release, it bothers you more and more. That's so true. I think the internal ones are, are you know, so what's your uh, – uh, give me number four on your list. Number four? Okay. Uh, yeah. This one is one that you. I'm surprised you didn't know exactly what I was doing for. This has been your soapbox issue 
ever since I've known you. Yes, if, if I were this ever is a great one. If I were ever going to fall on a sword for some, like if I were lead a march, if I were ever going to lead a march, it would be to rid ourselves of all horrible sports uniforms. Because how hard is it to get it right? People have been wearing sports uniforms forever and, and there's there's certain things that always work there's certain things that always don't the jaguars picked every one that didn't when they did those stupid <laughs> two-toned helmets and they finally got it right they finally had some success they're like you know what we better change this god-awful thing because if anyone's ever going to take us seriously we can't have a freaking two-toned helmet well I, it, you know what's funny is um you know you say bad sports uniforms and now you leave it up to interpretation like what you well what's your opinion of a bad sports uniform. And I feel like a lot of times you and I you you are a very traditional uniform guy. Yes. You 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 like and I like the newer ones. Like you and love so, everything that like Oregon would do or the Oregon Ducks. I did um I like the color crush on Thursday night football. Are you kidding are me? Awesome. That that is like love a them. that is a like complete like rage inducing. Love them. I turn that on and it I go <laughs> ape shit i hate it like what are they thinking miami coming out and like as an orange popsicle with a white helmet with a dolphin jumping through looks like a flaming hoop that's terrible well and and every time and what's great is i know when the text message is coming so thursday night football come on and they'll do the big intro and then they'll cut down to the field and you know they'll they'll be these <laughs> these dark blues with bright yellows, and I'm like, oh god, here it comes. Yeah. Oh, the, oh look, oh look, they hit Ding. a they hit a leaf pattern in their uniform in the mesh. Like, go blank what, yourself. So, who uh, you, Nike? Well, what uniforms do you like? Because I don't even know if I've ever heard you say I love those uniforms. <laughs> the next one will be the first. That I love. <laughs> So you just hate uniforms? No, I you know I uniforms. really like like and I'll I'll give the Jaguars credit their their most recent redesign they did fantastic and even the one before which had uh you know some different piping some different color schemes and all that I liked it the helmet was just god awful the like the Browns with the big Browns word mark on their leg with the across yeah. their chest that's horrible um, yeah. I like the Giants I like. The Packers. You like the Colts. You I like, like the Colts. I like the Colts. I like yeah. I like you know one stripe. That's all you're allowed. You're, you can have you, one. You, you, your pants cannot match your shirt. I I actually think your fixation with uniforms goes goes so far as to say you don't like the Arizona Cardinals helmets because you think that the white helmets are shaped funny. Yeah, that makes them look bulbous. They're like extra bulbous. They look, and it, that goes back to NFL Blitz, where like there was something about that team. Their heads looked way too big on their bodies, and it was the all white helmet. Put a damn yeah, stripe I, on it. Everybody else has figured it out. Arizona. I, I would, I would say that's a great one for your list. That is, that is right up your alley. Yes, absolutely. And if there was uh, one thing that you and I would completely differ on, it's that because if I hate a uniform, chances are you had just told somebody. You know what? I really like those. <laughs> yes, truth, truth, truth. Okay, my number four. Uh, this is something that most people probably don't even notice, but when somebody does it internally, I just want to—I—I I, want to wring their neck. Uh, pushing the button on the elevator when the light is already. <laughs> I could see you just like giving the death stare to somebody, either that do, or like no, the I biggest. I do stare. <laughs> I do stare, and I'm, I'm just, you know, really. The light's on. It's well, not coming any faster. Or the light is on, sir. 
Yeah. <laughs> did, did, you, did you think the first one didn't count? Like the, the light was just always on? Yeah. yeah, it's not like a double button. Hit. It's like, <laughs> no, the elevator's going to sit there and wait until you, sir, make a decision. It wants and, to know and, where and, you want to go. And, and there are two types of guys that press the button when the light is still on. One is they press it and they try and play it off like they thought it was broke. Oh, it's nice to know if, <laughs> and if the light was broke. Yeah. And then the other guy is to hit it multiple times in a row. Like, yes, it's, yes. it's like a it's like a manual shifter. You hit it four times, it's in fourth gear, it's coming faster. Yeah, it's not You're an old school not good. It's not an old school yeah. Nintendo game. The more you beat on it, doesn't make it go faster. Do, 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 do you want here? I since we're airing out all these, I will tell you my little game that I play with pushing the button on the elevator when the light is already on, guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I <laughs> I will purposely make sure when the doors, I get into the elevator before them because <laughs> if, if you do that. It means you're really anxious, mm-hmm. and it's my little game that I try and beat that guy into the elevator just to give them just a little bit of frustration that they just gave me. Yes. Yeah, so. that, 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 I think the internal games are great. That that uh, uh, I will do I'm, that. I, I, I will I, say I will do that on an escalator. I know it's not a button thing, but if somebody gets on an escalator, especially when there's in a crowd and they, they don't move, or one of those people oh, they walkers. Do the walk. Yeah, they just yeah. sit there. I will. I have zoomed ahead of somebody and then just stood in front of them on something else. <laughs> See, like purposely. It, and what's what's funny is <laughs> I'm doing this, and I mean I've done this. I've done this since I was a teenager. Like this bothered me when I was a kid, and and I've played this game, and it inside my head, you know, I'm like undefeated in this game but it's a game that i've been playing that nobody else knows i'm playing like, <laughs> like <it's> a- <laughs> well that's how you stay yep. undefeated as long as nobody yeah. else knows uh-huh yep yep my little game okay uh, my uh my number four my uh my number three is and this one is just bizarre I don't, I don't even know if anybody's ever really complained about it or anybody cares but i hate when cable companies and phone companies when the van when they put the the cone out they put the cone in the front of their car and on the side of the door. That irritates the hell out of me. Like, what do you think's gonna happen? I've seen a kid like in the in a cul-de-sac near my house. There's a cul-de-sac and there's a cable car that comes up and the guy gets out and he puts a cone in the front and the back and the side of his car. What does he think is gonna happen? There's cars all over the street. Not a single one of them's been dinged. But no, this cone is gonna save this guy's ass. <laughs> I, I I think this is a perfect one for irritate you way, way more than it should. Yes. Because the reason the guy does it is because he's clearly been told he has to. It's like a it's like a law. But I don't want to I don't want to rule. Well, I, I I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that this guy thinks so highly of his cable van. <laughs> how, how come this is the how come this is the only industry that does it? I mean no nobody else. What other industry? Any other should. But where have you what, have you ever seen a news story come through that says, you know, cable van saved by orange cone? No, but I, I will tell you this story. You remember when we did our tailgates, our Colts tailgates back in the day, and if you remember, we had a cone, and the cone saved a lot of real estate in the parking lot. Yeah, no, I would agree with cone, that. We put a cone in a parking It's a tailgate. Like, there's no safe spots, and we put a cone in one of the spots right behind us. And nobody parked there, <laughs> and so we would have two free, or we, we'd have a 
two uh, spaces for us to tailgate in, all because of the power of a cone. Well, the cone is like, it's like the kryptonite to mischief. Like, people just refuse to, to yeah. mess with anything when there's a cone there. It's like, oh, the, now, it's, it's serious now. There's a cone. I, I would also throw a clipboard in there as as like oh this means business oh absolutely he's got a clip he's got a clipboard he's you're not just some yokel walking around (laughs) with the clipboard (laughs) okay uh the cone yeah that's a good one so so far two of your three are 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 fantastic i I, i'm really enjoying those um number number three uh i have i think this bothers everybody but when this when this happens I just I see red. It really bothers me. Uh, too much cologne, guy. Yes. I'm not going to throw perfume lady. Uh, it, too much perfume lady in this. I'm I'm narrowing it to too much cologne, guy. Mostly because a dude <laughs> should should know how strong cologne is. Mm-hmm. And perfume, I feel like, can be uh, lighter. Can be a little bit more you know, fragrant too much cologne guy is never wearing a nice, gentle, easy cologne. It's like <laughs> the hardcore, like the, the IPA of <laughs> cologne is, is what too much cologne guy is wearing. And it, the smell isn't what bothers me. It's the, just the complete lack of self-awareness that this guy has yes. to not know that cologne, you get one, maybe two spritz and not 10. Well, I, it's, it, and obviously this guy thinks that it that it, it works or that people like it because otherwise they wouldn't do it. So he, he this per, this guy thinks he's going out and doing his service for the the rest of the community. Yes. And I think that's yeah, that's the other thing is is it, you have to know that you're putting a lot on. So at some point you would have asked somebody, don't you have anybody in your life that you can ask to give you a straight answer ever? These guys are these. Some of the too much cologne guys are in their sixties. They've been doing this for decades, and and they've never asked one person, "How is my cologne?" or "Do you like my cologne?" <laughs> yeah, or like, "How have you made it this far?" Too much? Is, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah, I have I have too much cologne guy, uh, and it's like I said, it's not the smell; it's the person. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of times I think it is the person. I mean, because little things like let's say it's a helpless old guy. You know, you just kind of, oh, that 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 guy kind of like him. He he probably just didn't know. But usually yeah. the, the too much cologne guy, you know, he knows. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, we're down to down to our top two. huh? Yeah. So let's see um, this one. I, and I'll say this one is probably one that um, a lot of people get irritated with. But I'm going to throw it in anyway just because it, it, I really hate it. It's people who are in a good parking spot who take forever to get out of it. And I have a theory. It's oh, that that's a good one. I think that's it's a great one. If, if, if somebody gets into a nice parking spot, <laughs> I, and I, I, think it, I think it equates. The nicer the parking spot, the longer it takes the person to pull out of it. Because it's like, I earned this spot. I'm going to milk it for every second. And I know you want it. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to put on my lipstick or I'm going to talk on my phone. I'm going to send that text that I wanted to do. Or I'm just going to turn my car back off and get out and walk around it for a second. And then get back in and pull out. <laughs> I, I think that's a control thing. I think it's a subconscious control thing. They get in that spot and they know that you're waiting for them and people like to control other people. I think it's the subconscious. I'm going to control when this other person waiting for me gets my spot. 
they they don't get my spot. Yeah, you, <laughs> when, you when can't just have it. it. This is my <laughs> spot, and I'm giving it to you. You're going to get it when I'm good, goddamn ready. Yeah, and I, I, I may decide. My spot. I may decide I'm not going anywhere. Or have you ever had the guy who like there's no reason why he's going to back out and block you and go the other way than what makes sense? Yeah, but th- most people driving are stupid. And, I would totally. And, and, I would sign on to that. Yeah. Yeah, but but what's funny when you say you know people most people are stupid. Everybody listening to this podcast is like, yeah, that's a good point. And Everybody like, well, 80, but me. Eighty percent of you, yeah, are, are stupid. If you're listening to this right now, and I just said everybody that drives is stupid, you're, there's an eighty percent chance I'm referring to you. If you're listening to this, there's about a hundred percent chance that, that we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That, that's a that's a real good one. Um, I, I know you have a bonus one, and I have a bonus mm-hmm. one driving related. Um, as as well. So, uh, okay. So I have I have my top two, and I debated whether or not which one to put two and which one to put one. Um, I will say that in terms of uh, irrationality. If that's a word, irrationality mm-hmm. of of getting mad, these two are a step above in terms of what it makes me do. So, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you this one, and this one comes with a really good example of shit bothers me. Okay. Uh, number two is when I drop and break a glass. Hmm. Uh, breaking a glass. I, I have I I, I once destroyed an entire fake Christmas tree full of ornaments because I dropped a wine glass and broke it right next to the tree. <laughs> it, it set you off that much. Yes. I, 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 it was, oh, this was 15, 16 years ago. And uh, my girlfriend comes home and she's like, what happened to the Christmas tree? As like, I destroyed it. She's like, why did you destroy it? Like, I dropped and broke a wine glass. What's crazy is I wasn't that mad forever. Like, yeah. I wasn't that. I mean, five minutes later, I was like, oh, God, I just destroyed the Christmas tree over a broken glass. Like, I was over it. But in that moment, in that exact moment, and, and I, <laughs> when it happens now, I have to go. I just have to go outside. I, I go outside. I take a walk. Um, I, I, I just go outside and walk around the yard, but I have to be away from things and people if, if I drop, and it's not other people doing it. If you were to come over to my house and you drop a, a glass and break into my house, ah, no problem. I got plenty. If I do it, look out. Why do you think that? Where does that come from? That that is the most out of all the things you've listed. This is the most irrational thing that you've. Yeah. Why? Why would this set you off that much? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just because it, I made a mistake. Maybe, maybe it bothers me that I make a mistake. Maybe it's just that it cost me money. I don't know. And I it doesn't know. matter if there's other people there watching, like, you know, when, if no, working in the no. food industry and you drop something, everybody claps or something like that. This is just a, if a glass Gotta breaks. Gotta go outside. Gotta go outside. If I did it working at a restaurant and people did the clap thing, <laughs> I, it was a miracle if I made it outside. Um, a miracle without me cussing at somebody or. It's like you, you know, want you want to go cologne guy little let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh I I I I dropped restaurant industry and cussed out coworkers cussed out managers then then you got to go apologize like I'm sorry man I, I just lost my mind <laughs> it's so, just yeah, it's just a thing dropping it, drop, yes <laughs> yes dropping and breaking a glass 
That is bizarre. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so now, are we are we at one? We're at are one. We yeah. One what's the? Uh, okay. So All I'll right. I'll go I'll go with mine since that one was so weird. I'll use uh <clears throat> my my last one is and again this this is probably you've got an explanation for it since you were in the food industry but the thing that sets me off probably the most is tip jars at places that don't require a tip like i went huh. i went to a a, a a pizza place a well-known delivery pizza place and i went in to pick mine <laughs> okay. up and there's a tip jar what did they do that they don't normally do? Like, I understand tipping the delivery guy. He got in his car. He drove it over. It was a good service. You get paid to make my pizza. You're asking me to tip you as you hand it to me. I haven't even tasted it yet. I don't know if it's any good. What am I tipping you for, for doing your damn job? Why is there a tip jar at places like, like a coffee shop? The guy turned around and pulled the lever. You know, I understand tipping bartenders just because that's part of their or, – or waitresses or bartenders because that's part of their salary. But places where you're getting paid hourly anyway, the, the tip jar is completely – there was a tip jar at the airport and an airport hot dog stand. Like, yes, you're the person I'm going to tip. I'm paying $8 for this hot dog, and I'm going to throw in an extra 2 bucks because you were able to walk from that window to the counter and hand it to me. I'm surprised <laughs> – Again, boy, we, we disagree on some of these. Uh, th- I, and I love that that's on your list just because it doesn't bother me. <laughs> like, I, I, do I you tip? Does it not bother you or do you actually perfect. tip? No, no. Look, t- tipping is a is a business. Dis- it's it's just, you know, it's like if you're, you're a customer. Uh, do I feel like you should be rewarded for your service? I and mean, yes, at bars and restaurants and, you know, places like that, yes, mm-hmm. but the, and being in the food industry, putting out the tip jar, it's just hoping that you're going to get a couple people that like to tip. Yeah, there are that's a lot thing. of people that are just like, love to tip, love to tip. So it's either a scheme or it's very presumptuous. Like, you're going to love what I did so much, you better just give me a tip right now. There's a sub shop that before you pay, it says, want to leave a tip? For what? You do the same thing that the eight other sub shops in this strip mall do, and none of them need a tip. What have you done behind that counter that was so spectacular that I should leave you a tip? It even gives you the chance, it like, lets you pick the gratuity. Would you like to leave 20%? I, I think... No. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think one of the other reasons why uh, places have a tip jar is if people pay in cash and they don't want their change, they just throw it in there, mm-hmm. and 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 then it adds up. Um, clearly, the tip jar is not aimed at at you. <laughs> no, <People> like you. <laughs> no. In fact, so. I am less likely to tip. I mean, that's almost like if a guy were to kind of wink at you and wave his hand, like, "Huh, huh, that I do." <laughs> well, no, I'm 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 glad that that your list it, it doesn't coincide with mine because it fits into the. Um, uh, irritate you way more than they should. Yes, <laughs> because some of yours, I'm not. I'm not interested. Yes, I'm not, uh, <laughs> not even a blip all. on your radar. No, no, no. Uh, okay, my number one. Uh, it's food related, and uh, I, the reason I put this number one is I will give you an explanation uh, as to how I combat this. Mm-hmm. Is uh, slurping soup. <laughs> so. Slurping soup bothers me so much that I have 
Uh, I, I had I once walked out of a meeting, a lunch meeting, with with a client. I made up a reason I had to go. It was driving me up the wall. And to how irrational I am about this, I know all the important people life. Mm-hmm. I know how they eat soup, and when we go restaurants. I make sure that that place doesn't have soup that they would order. <laughs> That's hardcore. <laughs> I, I have there no joke. There is a place over by my house. Best clam chowder I've ever had. It's this little bar and grill in Indianapolis, Indiana. Best clam chowder I've ever had. I've had clam chow, clam chowder world made by some of the best chefs. It's the best I've ever had. Someone very close to me slurps their soup. When we're going to lunch or dinner, I go out of my way to not go there. Instead of having my favorite clam chowder, I would rather not go because I know the other person is going to get clam chowder, and I have to hear the slurping of the soup. So, so you, I have, you have a mental have a list little, of everybody who you know slurps soup, and you will go out yes. of your way to make sure they don't have it. That is, I know that is very interesting. Soup. No, 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 it's a mental list of all the restaurants oh, that but, have but, good soups. But then if, you, I'm going, if I'm going with somebody... That that likes soup, I will purposely go to a place that has bad soup. Oh, so you just I, you just I try know, to avoid soup in general, so as not no, to no, accidentally no. I, be I, around somebody who slurps soup. No, I love soup, but if I'm going to dinner or lunch with somebody that doesn't slurp their soup, I'll go to any restaurant. But if I go with somebody that slurps their soup, pick a place who I know doesn't have very good soup, so the other person isn't going to order it. I have a mental list of the restaurants in their soups. And my friends and family, how they eat soup. <laughs> that, yeah, I can, that is number one. That uh, the Noisy eaters in general kind of irritate me. Um, I, I've never gone that far. I mean, everybody knows, like, all right, if I have a sandwich with this guy, um, it's go- one, it's, it's going to be all over him. <laughs> or it's just going to be, like, noises I've never heard before. It's going to be like I'm on safari. Uh, but this, the soup thing, that's interesting. Yours, I think all of yours are like are it's, like it's, literally really small things. I think I think yours are are, are well, that, and, universal and yet, but but I think your your uh, hatred for them and the way they set you off really stands out. Yeah, I, I would say as far as uh, rage going and breaking a glass as number one, but I put slurping soup on my as number one just because of how far I go to not let it happen in my life of keeping a mental note of all my friends and family. The fact uh, that you would uh, deny yourself in order to avoid that is, that is hardcore. It, it, <laughs> I, really I will, I will I forego <laughs> one of my favorite things in order to not hear you slurp your damn soup. <laughs> and I'll sit there and have a mediocre lunch in peace and quiet and happiness. And I'll leave a tip at the tip jar. Just, <laughs> Yeah, it's so. Did you say you did have a bonus you one? Said you had, you, you, well, what? I have a controversial bonus one. Okay, well, I'll I'll do mine first because reason, I think you agree with it, and then we'll go to your controversial one to close out. Okay. All right. So okay. my, mine is my bonus one is because we're in the middle of it right now, and I'm not a huge fan of of sports um, commentary in general. Like I, I love sports talk radio, but like television sports commentary, I can't stand, and especially cliche arguments. I hate hot takes on seven game series. 
because oh, okay. it changes right. game to game. So you'll have one team win game one. It's like, oh, this series is over. I don't see, see any way how they can come back. And then the announcer on TV is like, pivotal game two and uh, must win game three. Yeah. And, and the commentators, you can have them one day. Be like, no, nope, no way. Like one of the series going on right now is Celtics versus Cavaliers. Celtics jumps out 2-0. No way Cavs can come back. This is the, you know, Celtics. LeBron's done. Celtics, of course, or I'm sorry, Cavs, of course, go home, win two in a row. Now it's Cavs all the way. Don't know how anybody would have ever thought that Celtics could have put away LeBron. It's just mind-numbing listening to I, those I'm, takes. I, I, I'm glad you didn't put that on the list because I would say that I just hear in your voice that it bothers you, but you're not over the top crazy mad about it. And and I and I, I feel like other people do the same thing. Yes, uh, as as well with it. So uh, my my controversial one. The reason I say it's controversial is I brought it up to my friend, and he disagree. He, he disagreed completely. He he didn't he didn't see one side of my argument. Uh, people that don't use turn signals pulling into their driveway. So going down the street and pulling into your driveway, I say you're making a turn. Mm-hmm. Use your turn signal. And and it, it really bothers me. And my buddy said, no, like the turn signal thing isn't in effect because you're pulling into your house. It's your property. <laughs> isn't isn't and, in effect? And I was I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've I've heard you say. In a long time, and you say some dumb stuff, <laughs> and so his point was, no, no, no. You can see the, you can see the brake lights, and you know, then the, the garage door open, comes up, and, and my contention is, you're turning, you're turning. Now, see, I would put, I would put, uh, I would say, now, if you're on a main road and your your driveway's on a main road, definitely, one hundred percent, every time, you got to use your turn signal. Yeah. Are you saying in your neighborhood, even if there, yes. what if there's, what if there's nobody around? Yes. Yes, it's in your neighborhood. What if so if there's somebody close behind you, like like if you're tailgating me and I and I see that, I'll probably turn it. I'll probably use my turn signal. But if I'm alone, I don't think I'd use my turn signal to turn into the the driveway. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah that that one just gets me. I, I as another traffic one, and everyone has traffic ones, but uh, I, I put that one and also the um, the person who's at the front of the uh, left green arrow who's on their phone mm-hmm. and the arrow turns green and they don't go. And, it, and it's, you know, it's like rush hour. The arrow turns green, they wait, and then you only get two cars thrown the arrow. That that one drives uh, me nuts. Because yes. then you can't, because they made it through and you didn't. And now you're like, man, I can't even pull up next to them and stare at them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a national pastime, by the way. Which my dad is like the king of. He will go, I think that's, that's like, his, his favorite things in life are probably his granddaughter and the ability to drive up next to somebody who pissed him off on the road and give him the glare. And just stare at yes. him. Oh, that's and, and maybe not even in that order. The glare may be number one. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's good. That's good. So yeah, that, those are, those are my top five. Uh, the, when I accidentally send something in a text that gets autocorrected, uh, pushing the button on the elevator when the light is already on too much cologne guy, uh, dropping and breaking a glass and slurping soup. I yeah. got, yeah, those are all, those are all weird. Uh, fresh ground pepper guy, uh, which is, uh, I think everybody oh, yeah, would oh, be on my side. With oh this. yeah. Oh yeah. Yours are completely normal. <laughs> Bad sports uniforms. Tip jars at places that don't require them. The cable company guy putting the cone out in front of their van. How that doesn't irritate more people blows my mind. And then the people who take forever to get out of a good parking spot. 
Good stuff, man. Yeah, good stuff. Well, I, I have a feeling this list could uh, go on and on, but we'll have to save it for uh, for number two. Uh, so, when when does your next podcast come out? When do you launch them? We do every Tuesdays. Uh, we do golf, and and uh, I, I will say this: we're making big changes uh, to our uh, golf podcast. We're we're still going to do the same content, but it's going to be under a very different name. We're going to add more stuff. We're going to add more sports. And uh, yes, we do gambling. Yes, we do a lot of funny bits. But Matt, you've listened to it. You've listened to you it. Yeah, it. it's very you enjoyable. Because I am, yeah. I'm not a gambler. I I have a a fear of gambling. Like the joy yeah. of winning money far, far is far less than the fear of losing it for me. So, but I I enjoy your guys' podcast. You have a really good banter with KJ. And um, thank you. There's a, a and, lot a lot of funny bits on there. A lot of good laughs. And, and I will say this: when I say gambling, you know that you know, they, oh, nobody wins. In- uh, we do. We, we we post all of our records. We do uh, golf, NASCAR, and Formula One. We give out free picks. We don't charge. And uh, we well, we have a winning record this year, a huge winning record last year. So uh, it's not just two morons who don't know their stuff. We, we, we actually know what we're talking about. So it's two morons who do know their stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. okay. Well, good. Yes. Is that what you're changing the name of the show to? <laughs> It might be. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. The That's attention getting. Really know their stuff. So, yeah, where can good. everybody find your podcast? Every place you can find a podcast: iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Blah, blah, blah. You know where. All right, sounds great. Well, Andy, thank you for being on. Uh, keep an, a list handy in case we want to do this again, and uh, we'll definitely have you as a guest on here again. Thanks, Matt. All right, talk to you later. <laughs>